Hey everyone, Cameron Williams, Glendale Post Sermon, with co-host Gabrielle Pisanchin here today. Hi everybody. Uh, Hi. Yeah, we're going to do an Easter episode, and uh, we have our regular Brian Shackman. Holla at your boy, Cameron. Yeah, ready to post the sermon with us. We Absolutely are. We cannot are. wait for today. All right, let's start navigating. All set, let's go. Okay, so uh, so Brian, um, we uh, we were going to talk a little bit about the sermon today, but but I I've, but having Gabrielle on, I think we're going to do a little more Easter related stuff today. Sure. So uh, so, so what um what are some fond Easter memories amongst us that we can remember scrounge of? Oh, um, I have to say, a year ago on Easter service for here for us here at Glendale Church. I was just telling my parents that uh, that was the first service where we did not have the pews in our auditorium, and we had an Easter egg hunt in like over amongst the chairs. And I have to say, it might have been like oh a gosh, yeah. a strategy of softening the blow if anybody was really still emotionally attached to the pews because it was a big deal last <laughs> year. But I have to say, like, yeah. the fact that we were stressed about pews a year ago, that is, like, simpler times in comparison to now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh when we were gosh. stressing about pews, now we're stressing about pandemics. So, yeah. you know, puts yeah, things in perspective. At shoes, not quite the <laughs> pews. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a memorable one. I, I, I think about just growing up and just being excited about egg hunts. My family used to go to some family friends' homes and we had a $5 egg and that one was like really interesting. Everybody tried to get after that one and everyone was really always excited to find that one. And when you, if you got it, you just felt like you were super rich. You were super rich, man. You were set for life. And, uh, unfortunately I got it once and I was not set for life, but I've had to find $5 eggs since then. (laughs) But I, Remember that that feeling, just running in the backyard and looking all around and having having the fun um, with that. So that that's something that I'll, I'll always remember. I think this Easter will definitely be one too that's going to stick in my mind just forever. It's just <laughs> oh, the idea yeah. of, um, not for, for maybe some different reasons. Yeah, but. I mean not 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 going to church um, together and having oh, that, yeah. that. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah. Just moment and I mentioned in my sermon that Easter is Pastor Super Bowl. So to not have that moment all together and feel that energy uh, was was hard but yet I feel very encouraged by people's words um, and connection with what we're doing in the week week to week but also I think just on Easter it was just really awesome to hear stories of people sharing the service with their friends and friends tuning in and like being able to experience that is weird but there's some some cool aspects also. No, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I'd say one of my uh, Easter memories I remember is um, mom liked to make every holiday like a little like Christmas. So we'd always get like a little gift of something like like and and I remember on Easter she would uh, leave a trail of jelly beans like towards like this bounty of like goods of like eating like 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 of chocolates and and other things but she would always say that it's like the bun- like Easter bunny's poop is is jelly beans so it was like 
it would it was just it was fun little stuff like that she'd create a little story but, but so yeah, but I, you I ate remember that but cameron you ate the jelly beans right yes so you were yes. eating the bunnies poop. yes we, we were encouraged at a young age to to accept <laughs> gifts from from all places that's why i feel like i have a brighter outlook on on this than a lot no. <laughs> I love it. But um but yeah, that's just something that stuck out of my mind, like, you know, the stories we tell or the uh you know, the the way we experience or, or get to experience this time of year is especially now it's a little different, you know. We um uh, a lot of our family conversations are through the phone now, um, or you know, through FaceTime and so um but yeah, but uh but but kind of turning that around, um how how can we make this time like a, a memorable time how can we remember the the resurrection and really remember the hope of through through this time do you guys think I, I think for me i would say that there's just things that we all can get into patterns and dysfunctions that we contribute to death and darkness and we sometimes need to be challenged to think of mm-hmm. how how yeah. am i contributing to stuff that I don't need to be contributing to, you know, sometimes we can think of ourselves, oh, I'm just kind of the person who's negative, or I'm the one who, like, is always critical, and though obviously some people are a little more one way than others, I think we need to really ask the question, like, am I bringing light into the world and life, and what are some ways that I'm contributing to negative patterns, either for myself or the people around me that I just need to adjust and say, all right, I want to bring life into the world because life is what lasts. And Jesus conquered the grave. And that encourages me to think about how I can walk in in light at all times and in all seasons. Yeah. And and going and leaning into the negative of what this world is putting out and what we have no control over, that is the news and and Mm -hmm. what's happening and what we can control yeah. is how what we what we put out there. And so for me, these again, like last these last five weeks of immense, dramatic, intense change deals with a lot of negative. And when we've been producing and changing our church over into live stream and how we're reaching out and and I'm sure Brian, your phone calls are different now when you're when you're checking in with church members and people that are, you know, interested in the gospel. Um because everything is now forever changed. And the fact that we have been spending a lot of hours, uh, like the team that is able to still come into the building to make a live stream happen, we're very serious about keeping it at a minimum of people for health reasons. And that also, though, demands a lot more work from all of us and a lot more, uh, many more hats to force upon our head. You know, me thinking about, PR and marketing. I didn't go to school for that, you know, and, and being able to share what we're doing on social media and stuff. It's, it's, it's a lot of time to think about, but I have to say on what is being transformed through that is I've experienced through during this Easter time from, from Ash Wednesday to Easter, you know, there's been a fast in its own way because we cannot get together. We cannot Mm, see and hug each other. We cannot, have our family time in church service, which is like always giving a, what does Lars call it? A holy hug, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and we cannot do that. And we have to reach out. We have to 
say, I'm so sorry for your loss, or I'm so happy for that news in a very different way now. And it's been this, this quite troubling and forceful time to really stay connected. And we do have, you know, us forward slash connect on our website, but it really has transformed into a way that we were forced, it was forced upon us. But also, I feel like I have dug deeper into my own faith and my own spiritual journey throughout this. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely, uh, last week, um, the live stream service really got to me um, because I, you know, seeing all those family members, uh, I mean, <laughs> I say family members, like almost as if that, that, because I mean, I consider them family, but, um, but yeah, it really like you, you almost don't know how much you miss someone until you kind of see them yeah, again. I agree. And yeah. And I got a real big, like, wow, I really miss my church family. Um, but I think one of the things that we can do in this time is, is recognize that sometimes, uh, like out of sight, out of mind, isn't the best policy. I, I think we, mm. we can think, well, you know, uh, you know, we used to have the excuse, well, I don't want to bug that person anymore, or I don't want to bug that. It's like, we don't really have that excuse anymore. Cause I mean, shouldn't be taking advantage that, you know, that people aren't doing much right now, but, but at the same time, you know, like reach out, like give a message of hope or, or something, even if you're having a bit of an off day, um, and you'll have those, I'm sure, because of of this uh, trying time. But like, try try changing that mood by putting another mood out there instead of you know like sitting with what you've got. Like, um, I really think uh, it's um, the the there was a like a, I've been reading this a uh, book which the name of is. It can be a bit abrupt, so I'm not going to mention that. But it says like about getting out there and and doing something rather than just being your thoughts. It's like action is what really puts something into the world. And so it doesn't matter if you're kind of like in a negative state. What you what you should be doing is putting something positive out there and seeing how that like affects everything. Yeah, and and yeah. that and that quarant- the quarantine is challenging the the definition of action. I mean, we we are so mm-hmm. we're so yeah. used to I mean, I'm in my 30s and I'm so used to how to take action in my in my professional work and my serving work and my volunteer work and all of that is ext- being extremely challenged right now. So the fact that it was challenged in the time of Easter, mm-hmm. I think is yeah. is beautiful because we were forced all of us we were forced to still look up to God, not only for a daily faith, but also why we're here. Because like what you're saying, Brian, this is Super Bowl for pastors. You know, Christmas was four months ago now. And look how far we've changed in comparison. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's for me, like helped me, helped me to realize just the, the, obviously, I think I've said this before on this, but the blessing of, of the community that we have, like every time that I see someone's face on the videos that we're making, either communion or welcome or the one we made for Easter, it's almost bittersweet. Like there's this moment where you're like, oh, it's so good to see them. But then it's also sad in some ways too. Like yeah. you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> it's, it's like hits you, yeah. hits you twice. It hits you twice. Because it's so, so profound to see them. And it just makes you realize just how much of a difference church attendance makes as far as how connected you are with people continuing to show up. At times you can wonder, am I just, you know, throwing a 
little rock in the ocean or something, but it really is making a difference in your life that you're showing up, that you um, are participating, um, the ways that you're sacrificing, the ways that you're going out of your way to talk to people. I think for me, I've just realized the um, value in my work, perhaps more than ever, that just people hearing my voice when I give a call to them or seeing my face on the live stream, it's very meaningful to them in ways that I almost wouldn't have expected. Um, but it's because we're together every week and they listen to me talk. And generally after a church service, I can think of, oh, I did that wrong or uh, I didn't yeah. tell that story well, or I can walk away thinking about the opportunities perhaps that I missed. But I think hopefully for me, this completely changes my perspective moving forward to just be so thankful for the opportunities to get together. And then just think about the light, the, you know, you hear um, 10 positive things and one negative thing, and you think of the negative thing Absolutely. moving forward. And yeah. I mm -hmm. think for me, it's hopefully just positioning my mind to just say, I just want to be in the light as much as possible. And yes, there's going to be stuff that goes wrong. And yes, there's going to be ways that we as a church fail, that we as church leaders mm -hmm. don't like do things correctly. But I'm just going to say, but it's still making such a positive difference because in this season, as, as again, as I see these faces, it's such a bittersweet moment of, oh, oh, mm -hmm. like the, the double hit. Uh, and you yeah. realize that it really does matter. Like getting together really does matter. And, um, we are part of the light. We are making a difference and it's, it's meaningful to people. And we hopefully won't take that for granted anymore because I think we all can just get in this rhythm of, Oh, does this even really matter? Am I making a difference? But in fact, you really are because yeah. showing up for each other and, and being around each other, it makes a huge difference. So, so I have, I have a pretty serious question to ask right now. Um, worship dancing. I, I haven't heard of this before. And, and I want to know from Gabrielle, like, what does it look like when Brian is worship dancing off in the, like, while you guys are live streaming? I mean, this is post sermon, so I can be honest versus when it's happening where I'm just rooting him on. I'm like, please, Brian, don't quit every day. Um, it brings me so much joy. It really does Good. because Good. we now have, I mean, if I'm, if I'm, by the way, for the audience and for Philip, the engineer, if I'm yelling, it's because I'm staying six feet away from Brian, who <laughs> is closer to the iPad where Cameron can hear me. So I'm projecting really loud today. Um, it brings me joy because now with the service that we're getting into a rhythm, we are, uh, repeating the intro and outro slides with the same kind of music and so what do you, what's that? What's it, the one with the dog and the, the bell, the law, the Pavlov's dogs. Pavlov's dogs. <laughs> We're at a point with the four of or five of us that are here, you know, recording the live stream. When it happens, like we all start literally salivating because we hear the same song over and over. And so when Brian changes it up with the dance, now I need him to dance off because I'm now used to it. Because if he does now, if he now doesn't dance off, as a professional dancer myself from Broadway, just so you know, there is a routine that happens off stage on in Broadway shows. Like we do have these moments off stage where now you expect it because now you won't have a good show. And so, you know, if Brian does not dance off, then I feel like I failed in my part for the service on live stream. Yeah. Brian, from a dramatic point of view. How does it, how does it feel that not only 
you have such uplifting and encouraging words, but such uplifting and encouraging moves as well. I, I, Apparently, I they're famous. I didn't know I had this in me. I mean, I, did, I didn't know. And, you know, I'm just thankful <laughs> to God for the talent that God has given me. And I feel blessed to share that gift. And I'm just really thankful to be in a position where this thing that I didn't know I had can now be exposed. Took a pandemic, I have to say. <laughs> that, that through this time of trial, we, we get a, a light in the darkness. And that is... Brian's worship dancing with the with the yeah. most views on our Instagram page. With the most views, everyone's like, "Look, um, a preacher's dancing." Let's watch that again. <laughs> yeah, when I when I say something, quote unquote, profound or I think is profound, nobody really gets into it. But when I dance, everyone's all over it. So, <laughs> but yes, absolutely. Then then we all know, we all feel it, we all get it. Then, um, <laughs> all right. So uh, so, what's the big idea today, guys? After you, Brian, <laughs> I need more time to think. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. I would say that. I, I think really for me, I've, I've told people this is the first time in my life where I feel like a real adult. That nine eleven was something that happened. I mean, I was a freshman in college, and it was significant and it mattered. And I will always remember where I was and all that stuff that happened around nine eleven. But. We continued moving. I didn't live in New York. Life somewhat moved on. There were memorials, but people kept working. Everything kept moving along. This feels very different in that life is dead, basically, very much slowing down. We're asking hard questions of God, hard questions of ourselves, the uncertainty that's around it as far as what this is going to look like moving forward. This is a really hard time, and I think... What's really significant for me watching that video of everybody saying he's, he's risen indeed is it's a time for us where we get a chance to really show our Christian witness. Because I know for me, there's times where I'm like, would I really be able to you know, stand up for God in the face of death and in the face of uncertainty? And would I do that? And it's been just powerful for me to see some of our members who, as I mentioned in my sermon, who you know have tested positive for COVID-19, so our members who work in hospitals saying, you know, he has risen indeed on Easter, despite hard circumstances, has just been really profound to participate in. And I, I think I'm affected by this, but not nearly as much as some people in our church. But I'm inspired by those in our church who are more on the front lines of this and more worried about their own health. And yet they're still saying he's risen indeed. It's very, very meaningful to me. Yeah, absolutely. Gabrielle, uh, big idea for the week? The big idea it, for me personally is Easter hangover. <laughs> and I, this has nothing to do with alcohol, I promise. It's more just like the five weeks to get yeah. to the feeling that we still had as much of a service as we could in this these extreme circumstances I definitely feel very tired this week and I, I'm, I'm accepting the rest and I'm accepting that every day is really long. And if I do like just a little bit of laundry, I'm exhausted, you know, and, and I feel that I'm a little behind when it comes to dealing with home stuff because we've been trying to, we've been here a lot at the auditorium yeah. and, and oh, yeah. um, I was having to face all that this week with laundry and with cleaning and, 
and resting, you know, and eating at home and getting the groceries and all that. So we're a little, Philip and I are a little behind on that because we've been here. So I, that's why I, I, I feel like as a professional performer, after opening, you have performance hangover. You just feel the exhaustion, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. uh, slump. And so I'm feeling that this week for sure. That's my big idea. Cool. Um, and I think my big idea is it doesn't matter what you th- what you think you have. You should uh, y- you should give it more. Um, besides COVID nineteen. Um, right. Not hold, that. Hold, like, hold on to that yes. yourself. Yeah. Hold on to that one. Um, don't don't sell tickets to that show. But but definitely like reach out. Uh, you know I I feel. Like even last week we we talked about this and and it's like it's really impacted me um, whenever I see someone and and sometimes when you're not seeing someone you don't know how they're doing so you know reach out to someone give someone a text give someone a call give someone a FaceTime that you know uh, during this time we all need a little support if you're feeling a little sad then someone else is too so reach out and make them feel better yeah I love that yeah definitely. Yeah. Well, thanks for having right. me on today, guys. Thanks for letting me yeah. join. Oh, my gosh. That was great. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks again for joining us today on GPS. You've heard from us. Now we want to hear from you. Reach out to us on Instagram at Glendale Post Sermon, and you can connect with Glendale Church at Glendale Church of Christ. You can find me on Instagram at Cam the Voice. Our website is www.glendale.church, where you can get more info about us, including location, hours, or if you just want to connect with someone. Thanks again for listening to Glendale Post Sermon. We'll see you next time.